Hi and welcome to the Happier by the Minute podcast with Stacey Yates Seller. Please enjoy these short snippets that are going to give you lessons on positive psychology. They are easy to understand and easy to put into your life because the more you know, the better you are. And the more you practice, the happier you'll be. Thanks. Enjoy. So my friends, what to do when you're having a bad day? Let's start with knowing this. We talked about this really early on and we talked about this baseline of happiness because this is called the set point theory and that we all have this level of happiness and whether something really great happens or something really bad happens, whether we win the lottery or whether we um, lose lose our legs. I have to tell you, I just saw Amy Purdy speak. She just wrote a book called Standing on My Two Feet and she is a double amputee and this is one of the happiest people you will ever meet i'm not even kidding you you watch her and you think maybe i need to lose my legs to be that happy and and what we really walk away with is let's not have to lose our legs or lose limbs or something tragic to happen before we're that happy and i told her that i said this is what i do and i hope that we can get to a place where we don't need something tragic to to change our set point. And she's like, I know that's why I'm speaking. Um, And that's what I tell people that everybody has it inside them. So you'll see an Instagram post about that and me with her. Um, And so please check that out on my Instagram. Um, But anyway, getting back to this, the point is wherever your set point is, whether good things happen or bad things happen, you hear about the lottery winners who you think, oh my God, they've got to be happy. They've made billions of dollars. And what happens within a year, they are back to being as miserable as they were before. And the truth is, if you are not happy poor, you are not going to be happy rich. Whether you think you will or not, there is just nothing, zero, that, uh, that, that substantiates that. So this whole, my whole job, my purpose is to help you raise that set point so that when bad things happen, you bounce back higher. You can bounce back more quickly. And even if great things happen, you're not going to drop down below a terrible baseline. You are going to enjoy being super rich because you're enjoying not being super rich. So you get where I'm going with this. All right. Here's a tough one. I know people don't really want to hear this and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you are not a victim. I am not a victim nobody is a victim of what is happening around us. We have the power. And I have conversations with this one person over and over and over again about how it should be and how it could have been and how what, what she should have done. And, and, you know, this is just the way it is. And my, my, my response is always, okay, now what? Okay, now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Because you can sit in that quicksand of this is what is happening to me from all these things around me. But the reality is, even if we cannot control what's happening outside of us, that person, that thing, that being rear-ended, what we can control is our response to it. And that is what our job is. And that's what my job is to help you have those tools. So. This is the truth. 
10% of our happiness is defined by our circumstances. And that is the things around us, whether they are good things or whether they are bad things, those are the things that are around us. Now, 40% is about what we do, what we do, how we respond to those things. So that is what we are here to do. We are here to learn and practice because I really believe the more we know, the better we do. The more we know, the better we do. So, and one of my favorite quotes from Albert Einstein, I hear, say it all the time, you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So whatever negative thing that is happening in your life, you've got to learn something new, some new tool to be able to change it, okay? All right, that's sort of setting you up for this. Here is my tip. I use this all the time is I say, build your raft before you get into the storm. And so when people are in crisis or a bad thing happens or just like getting rear-ended on a freeway, our initial response is going to be, for sure, it's going to be to panic and it's going to be a little bit of stress and we're going to be, oh, what do we do now? And it's going to be shocking. Yes, I'm not going to say that nothing is ever going to be shocking. I'm never going to tell you that things aren't going to make you sad or upset. But I am going to tell you that if you build your raft before you get into the storm, you're going to have those tools at the ready. If you practice them every day, if you practice gratitude and you practice meditation and you practice breathing exercises and you have those friends that you can call on, those are the things that are going to be at your fingertips ready for you, speed dial, when you're in the storm. So again, this is what you're doing and you're here. So you're building your raft with these tools that you're learning every single week. So the first thing again in building your raft is to start your day off in a positive way. Even if you get up on the wrong side of the bed, which I don't know which side that is. I have two good sides and you can tell yourself you've got two good sides. But if you had a bad dream and you wake up, the key is to start your day with positivity. And of course, I talked about this in um, an earlier happy huddle and it's called the morning ritual and i'm going to briefly explain it again here and it is including all of these things in your morning ritual it takes less than half an hour and so you want to incorporate this so you start your day off on the right foot and you're not jumping out of bed and doing your email and thinking about all the things that you have to do and you're even if you're late for something try to get even 10 minutes of this in because it's going to set your day to have a great day. So gratitude, affirmations, how you start your day with I am instead of saying I'm late, I'm grumpy, I'm I'm always late. I'm I'm so tired of getting all these emails. I'm so frustrated because I don't know how to answer. I I'm uh, so annoyed that this person is emailing me in the middle of the night. Those are your I am statements. Instead, start with, I am strong. I am capable of handling whatever happens today. I am brave. I am smart. I am able to handle um, anybody that comes uh, in my way today. I am, whatever those I am statements are, it's so important to start with the good ones. Meditation, five minutes of just 
turning off your brain, not jumping into Facebook, not jumping into Instagram, not jumping into email, not jumping into all the lists of things that you have to do today, just some meditation. Even if you combine those things and your 10 minute meditation is full of affirmations and gratitude, great, awesome. Do whatever you need to do to get all of these pieces in. Exercise. Even if it's doing squats while you're blow drying your hair, you're saying to yourself, I'm moving, I am moving, I'm doing something today. And then optimistic narration, and that is really visualizing your day and your life and all the things that you wanna do and that you want to come true and that you wanna be positive, then just narrate those in your mind before you start your day. And what does that spell? Game on, okay? A morning ritual, super important, and you really can do this in less than 30 minutes. So this is a picture of my Declan. And the thing is, is sometimes it's okay to just be grumpy. You know what? Sometimes it's okay. Like my friend just got rear-ended. She's totally fine. But the thing is, is that that's scary. Have some self-compassion and just take a minute to say, okay, okay, this is scary. Name it. This is scary. And I know I'm going to get through it. I know I have everything in, inside me. I know that this is um, this is, this is not what I expected today, but there's some reason I'm supposed to slow down. And so I'm just going to breathe into it wherever I was supposed to be right at this time. I'm just not supposed to be there right now. It's okay, but it's okay to be grumpy for a minute. And Abraham Hicks says you have 17 seconds before you start putting that energy out into your vortex. So, um, 17 seconds to be grumpy, but I will allow you 17 seconds. Then there's change the expectation. And we talked about this one in an earlier huddle. And that is, what is your expectation? My expectation is that I'm supposed to get to work in no time. My expectation is that I'm supposed to get, wake up when my alarm goes off. My expectation is that my children are going to wake up and put their clothes on by themselves and pack their own lunch and be waiting at the door when I say it's time to go. You know, sometimes things don't always go as expected. And so if you have no attachment to that expectation, then you don't get as frustrated and as riled up. And you can say, okay, my children aren't ready. And so you just, you can't get all frustrated if your expectation isn't super rigid about, my expectation is that my partner always, you know, says yes, or is always on time, or, you know, calls me when I call them or returns my text. Like if they're not so rigid, then it says it's not so painful. Then you're not bumping up against those walls so much. So imagine if you had no attachment to the expectation to money or fame or getting places on time, how would that make this experience different? I hope you're writing these down. This is a great one. I learned this one super early on. Have a go-to vision. So for me, it was really important, and it was because a, a man named David Hardard asked me, what is irrevocable happiness to you? And I thought, wow, I, I don't know. I don't think I ever thought about that. So right now, write down, what is irrevocable happiness to you? What does it look like? You can also write it in the form of what does a perfect day look like? Or what, is a, what are the things that you want to manifest in your life? I want to be working and I want to be looking out my window at a beach. 
I want to be walking hand in hand through the park with somebody that I look at and I'm like, oh, I just love that person so much. I want to be um, shaking hands and signing autographs. Whatever that vision is, try to make it as super clear as possible because I will tell you when somebody annoys you or tries to annoy you because it really is just your response, when they do something that your initial response is doesn't feel good, let's not say good or bad, it just doesn't feel good, you want to go to your go-to vision. And you want to, because otherwise you're going to go down this rabbit hole of why are they doing that to me? And what did I do to start that? And how could I possibly work with this person if they're going to be doing that to me? And how could I possibly live with this person if they're going to be like that? Don't go down that rabbit hole because that's sending negative vibration into your energy field, whether you believe that or not. Look, we're just trying to get to what feels better. And a go-to vision of, oh, yeah, I'm on the beach. I'm drinking a Mai Tai, even if it's a virgin Mai Tai. I'm there. I'm watching my family play. I'm writing my book. I'm finishing. I'm getting that account. I have all these emails coming in of people saying they love what I'm doing. They can't wait to see me. Whatever that vision is, that is going to help you from going down the rabbit hole. And what a lot of this is, is remember, all of this is about mindset. you got to first be self-aware, and then you have to pause between whatever that incident was and whatever the, the um, immediate thought is. You want to create a pause so you can say, mm, nah, I'm going to do, I'm going to think something different here because you want to not always be happy and blissful, but you also don't want to go down rabbit holes and you don't want to be sucked into this negative tornado, right? Cause you just, it's not going to solve anything. A great example is when you're in traffic and you're late and you start yelling and you start getting frustrated. It ain't going to make the traffic move any faster. My friends, trust me, we've all tried it. It never moves the, map, the traffic faster. So what you really want to do is have a vision and, have a vision and say, okay, I know that thinking about this vision makes me feel better. So I'm going to think about that instead of people being mad at me that I'm late and about these cars not moving and how I can't get past this red light. Not going to make it go any faster. Reach out. Something crappy happens. I'm so happy that my friend reached out to me this morning and I was able to Tell her some things that felt better. So reach out, call your friends, call a support group, have family, have your fave five. Where are those people? Okay, you're not gonna call your pet, but you can reach out to your pet and something that's gonna make you feel better in that moment. As you know, and I've talked about it a lot, um, the, one of the longest studies at Harvard is about relationships and what is a good life. And what they have found over 75 years of research is that the number one predictor of a good life, a happy life, is relationships. It's not money. It's not even health. It's not house. It's not location. It's not car. It is relationships. So have that person that you can reach out to and call. So uh, let's see. Random act of kindness. Always. This will always make you feel better. Something bad happens. Some little thing goes wrong in your day. If you were to go and just do one small thing, go buy a meal for somebody and just hand it to them, put a $5 bill on a car that looks like it needs a lot of help, um, 
walk on with somebody with an umbrella who doesn't have it, even if it means that you get wet, get wet. These are the things that will instantly make you feel better. And so try it, just try it, just get outside of where you are and see, cause it will make them feel better and that will make you feel better. I am a big fan of crowd out the dark with light. When you have a lot of negative feelings and negative thoughts, you gotta try to push it out by pushing light in. And so when you're trying to push out negativity, the best way to push in is positivity. And so I'm a big fan of motivational and inspirational videos on YouTube. Just write inspirational video and you'll see a whole bunch come up and you just watch them and they make you feel better. Watch some comedy. Even if you just watched five minutes of, of a comedian that you really like, um, I, sometimes I go back to Ellen DeGeneres as one of her most famous, her very first popular um, um, sketch was one where she calls God on the phone. And it's really funny. And sometimes I just have to think about it and it's really funny. And so crowd that out. Think of affirmations. Think about, um, watch a little video of your pet or your friends. Okay, cat videos apparently are really big to make you feel better. So do something it, that is the only time I would say get lost in social media if it's something really fun and it'll take your mind off something for a little bit. But you could also go in to, uh, to social media and just type in inspirational and just get lost in someone's feed of inspiration. Crowd out the dark with light, okay? Uh, mantras. These are replacement thoughts. Now, this is funny because I thought about this morning as I was... Um, trying to, to think of some examples. And I was thinking about how when we were little and we wouldn't eat everything on our plate and our parents would say, you know, now remember you should eat your dinner because there are starving children somewhere in the world. And you're like, okay, now I'm full and I'm guilty. Now I just, I feel guilty now. So that doesn't make me hungrier. That doesn't make me want to eat more. It just makes me feel worse. It makes me feel crappier. So I don't want you to have to feel responsible for all the, like, I'm not going to tell you, um, don't feel bad. There are lots of people who are suffering in the world. I know that people are suffering. It doesn't take away the crappy things that are happening to you. It just makes you feel guilty about all those other, that you feel bad and other people are suffering worse. Don't go there. Don't do that to yourself. This isn't about you have it better and you should, should feel some way. I'm not going to should on you. I think it's just important to have mantras and ideas that aren't going to make you feel bad. They're replacement thoughts that actually will make you feel better. So for example, this has no meaning. So for example, instead of going down a whole rabbit hole when somebody um, doesn't respond to your text, um, you can just say, you know, this has no meaning. We give meaning to everything that happens, everything, even getting rear-ended um, on the freeway. We don't, you can go down this, this crazy rabbit hole again of, you know, why is this happening to me? This is because I'm not a good person or because I, you know, killed a spider this morning or you did something that you're getting, it's retribution. Or you can say, this has no meaning. Or you can give it meaning and say, okay, the universe is telling me to slow down. So you give whatever meaning it, it has. You give it everything. We give everything meaning. And so if somebody is being difficult to work with <clears throat> during the day, this has no meaning. 
this has no meaning. What they think of me and whether their judgments of my work has no meaning. I'm doing the best that I possibly can and that's really what's important. And then I love this one and I use this all the time. Everything always works out for me. Whatever happens today, whatever, how horrible it is or how <clears throat> tiny it is, everything always works out for me. I tell the universe that it may not look like what I think it's supposed to look like, but it always works out for me. It always works out for me. It always works out for me. Keep telling yourself that even have this on a piece of paper in your wallet. So when something crappy happens, everything always works out for me. Okay. A bad day is not a bad life. A bad incident does not have to mean a bad day, which does not have to mean a bad life. Um, but if you have something bad happen during your day and yet you still do the eight things that you know, make a great day, you're way ahead. You're way ahead, peeps. You are because you are living consciously. You are taking control. You are not letting those things impact those external things control you. You are controlling them. You got this. You can do this. And you know what? But it takes practice. So I'm not saying that as soon as you walk out today and this is your first happy huddle, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm Superman. Nothing can hurt me. Nothing can touch me. It's practice. It's practice. It's practice. Hyper gratitude, you know, I'm a big fan, big fan of gratitude. <clears throat> as soon as something happens, grab a piece of paper and write down, not even five, like 10, 20, 30, 100, as many as you can for one minute, write down as many things you can that you're grateful for. Everything. I'm still alive. I'm okay. I haven't been hurt. Nobody I love is hurt. Everybody's fine. I, you know, Every, there's so many different things. I still have the ability to do X. I know that I'm a good person. I know people love me. Go through hyper gratitude. One minute. Write this down. This is something that you're going to need. Build your raft before you're in the storm, okay? You're not going to remember this when you get rear-ended or when somebody's yelling at you or when somebody messes something up. Keep it all in perspective and go with hyper gratitude. It's going to help you. Meditation, I'm always a big fan of meditation, we know. Um, even if it's stepping away from your computer just for five minutes, just to gather it in, turn it off, and just count your breath. One, two, three, three, two, one. One, two, three, three, two, one. Just, just take a pause. That's all you're doing is you're taking a pause so it doesn't fast forward too fast. Name it. So as you know, I'm a big fan of this new book, Emotional Agility by Susan David. And one of the things I took away from her talk that I went and saw the other day is to name your feelings. Here's what we use. We use three things to name our feelings right now. Tired, stressed, busy. These are the three words that we use all the time. Ah, I'm just so tired. Ah, I'm so busy. I'm so stressed out. I'm so stressed out. I heard that last night from somebody. I'm just so stressed out. And I said, what are you stressed about? Because by the way, if you're tired, just go take a nap. If you're busy, just do less. It's not, they're more than that, right? And so busy might be not a time management problem like we talked about um, a couple weeks ago, but it might be a priority management problem. 
What's important to you? What are you so busy with? And are they important things? You know, what are you so stressed about? Really, what stressed might be is that you're just trying to do too much. And you know what? That just might be true. It might be true that you have overscheduled your children and you have overscheduled yourself and you have overscheduled your family and you have overscheduled, you've taken on too much at work. That just might be true. And now what? Don't sit in, in the quicksand of stressed. You've got to name it so that you can get rid of it, so that you can work on it. And so if you're, something is stressing you out, know what it is. If you're tired, maybe you're tired of being in a job you don't like. Maybe you're tired of hustling and you need somebody else to help you. Maybe you're tired of being in a bad relationship. And those are the things that you need to do. You just need to name it. Change your neural pathways with affirmations. I'm a big fan of affirmations. You know that. I talk about it almost every week. Those I am statements. And the most important thing is becoming aware. You guys are all waking up. You are awake. Think of all the people you pass in a day, that you work with in a day, that you interact with in a day, that are just going through the motions. They wake up, they have their coffee, they go to that job, they drive that freeway, they sit in that traffic, they listen to that radio show, they listen to the news and they get depressed. They're super unconscious. And I'm just so excited for all of you that are out there because that's not you. You are awake. And so you are aware of your I am statements. And as soon as you say, I'm so tired, you're going to go, what? What did Stacey say? I am not tired. I am something else, but I can fix that so that I am always attracting more and greater things. I am changing my neural pathways. I am able to feel confident. I am able to create the most amazing life. I am able to know that with all the bad things that are happening right now, there are just as many amazing things happening and I am choosing to focus on those. The other thing is accept it. I used this one in another one and it was perfect for this huddle because it's about not deciding whether something is good or bad, but this radical acceptance encourages us to simply accept things as they are so we can do something else. The accepted is not accept that your life just sucks, oh well. No, it's accept that the things just are where they are. If you are struggling financially, just don't try to figure it out and ruminate on it and be mad at it and try to figure out why the universe and God did this to you and why your parents didn't teach you better and why your rich sister isn't giving you like don't go through all that just accept it so you can move beyond it and say what's next okay this is what's happened now what now what that's one of my other favorite mantras now what because people try to get into conversations with me where they're trying to justify their anger and justify why they talk mean to, to other people and justify, you don't understand because this is what's happening. Okay, now what? Okay, I get that you have all these reasons for it, but now what? What are we going to do about it? 
doesn't matter. Doesn't matter all the reasons. So what's next? And you guys are so awesome because what's next is learning something new. So um, I heard this one just this morning. So I snuck this in. Create the condition. I was listening to Abraham Hicks, you know, as I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm always listening to something and learning. Um, and somebody, she was saying, you know, how do you um, practice gratitude? And he says, well, you know, I sit and I say, wow, what a beautiful day. What a beautiful tree. What a beautiful um, um, view that I'm looking at. And she said, that's all conditional gratitude. So you can, you're, you're grateful when things are going well. And so unconditional gratitude is creating positivity to avoid contradiction because that means that you say, I'm happy because it's a beautiful sunny day. Well, then it would mean, how do I be grateful on a rainy day? So these are the words that you want to use is, I believe that abundance is around me all the time. I believe that I attract the most amazing things, that miracles happen. I am full of love and abundance. And I love the feeling of loving life and of great things happening to me. I love the feeling of, and all, if you go there, which is unconditional, this I love the feeling of feeling good. And I love the feeling when things um, work out and that I can overcome things. I love that feeling. Um, and I know that the universe is abundant and I know that anything is possible. So it's not about those things that are right in front of you, that if they're good, then you can be grateful for them, but you don't know what to do with them when they're bad. And if this one's a little hard to grasp, just listen to Abraham Hicks. It's in a lot of her stuff, YouTuber, it's free. And it's, um, it's really, really powerful. And you just, the more you listen to it, the more it works on those neural pathways. Here is my last thought. I love this. Are you ready? Think about this. So far, you have survived 100% of your worst days. You are doing awesome. You're doing awesome. And whenever you get frustrated and something ugh, crappy happens, you know what? I've survived. I've survived worse than this and I will survive this. And you know what? At least you're not having this day. This guy who fell through the ceiling. Okay? And even then, you know what to do if that happens. So, my friends, I am so grateful. I love, love my Friday mornings with you. Thank you so much. I hope those tips help. I hope you wrote them down so that you have your raft before you get into the storm. And again, Sign up for the happy huddle at Happier by the Minute. It's free and you'll get notices and you have so many more things that you can download and enjoy and learn from. So thank you. I'm super excited. If anything crappy happens today, email me and tell me what tip you use so that I know that these are working for you. I love you all more than you absolutely know. And I can't wait to see you next week. Mwah! Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Happier by the Minute podcast. Please make the world a better place by sharing this, liking it, leaving a comment, all those things you know that we need to get help us get the message out. So I really appreciate you listening and really appreciate you helping me share the message.